Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Our guest today is Ellie Shorb with the Shorb team of Compass Real Estate. Working alongside Ellie are realtors Ann Ryan Harrison and Megan Evans, as well as their amazing operations manager, Tatiana Milosavic. Ellie, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. I've never done a podcast before, and it's really fun to be with you. Welcome, welcome. So we always like to kind of get our podcast started out with just hearing your story. Like, how did you end up in the DMV area? Um, Why real estate? How'd you get into real estate? What's what's your story? Oh, fun. Thanks. Um, So I got to... DC by coming from being raised in Oklahoma City and going to college on the East Coast at Chapel Hill. Right after I graduated, way back in 1990, I moved to DC. I thought it would be a fun, vibrant place for young people, which Mm -hmm. it still is. Mm -hmm. Um, But I married a native Washingtonian a few years later, and um, I really call it home and have since then, and it's it's just a great place to live. Um, I'm just in the suburbs of Chevy Chase, but the whole DMV is where I work and live and so yeah. it's, I'm really happy to be here. Um, you asked about the start of real estate. Um, I started about 15 years ago when my kids were in middle school. And um, I'm now, I've been with two other brokerages and now I'm with Compass for, it's been almost five years now. Awesome. So how did you get into real estate? What did you do beforehand and why did you mm. decide to make the jump to real estate? Great question. So when I first moved here, um, I got a job in defense contracting, interestingly enough, or not interestingly, <laughs> depending on whether that, that's interesting. Um, but what was cool about it was when we were in foreign military sales and I helped the U.S. government uh, client of ours um, with foreign military sales of uh, equipment like Aegis weapon systems okay. and, and all of that. We were delivering uh, to other countries just like our government buys some of their military uh, items from other countries right. as well. So it's really cool to do as a young person. And then I had my two awesome kids and um, didn't work for a little while, did part-time stuff, but mm-hmm. um, didn't get into real estate until, like I said, they were in middle school. And it's it's been a great career for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. And is that something you had maybe bought your first house and were like, you know, I think that's something I want to do. Like what sparked your interest with real estate? I mean, obviously DC area is, you know, a really good area to be in, in real estate. Um, what started that? Great question. Okay. So we had, um, bought our first house together, uh, John and I as pretty young, we were thrilled to have anything we could call our own and Mm -hmm. needed tons of work and we renovated it. But I would say we had bought a second home on Gibson Island, which okay. is about an hour from D.C., and we did that without a realtor and realized we really needed someone in our corner. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. I just thought, you know what? Everybody deserves an agent if they're a buyer on their yeah. side because, obviously, the listing agent represents the seller. Right. So that kind of just made me realize it was something that I thought I could do and that I might enjoy. Yeah. Awesome. And here you are. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so coming into the D.C. Um, area, being in real estate now, um, what areas in this area do you service? Any specific neighborhoods um, or you know areas that you focus on specifically? Well, our whole team is licensed in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Mm-hmm. I would say my business primarily, listings and sales, have been more concentrated in Bethesda, Chevy Chase, Northwest D.C., and the surrounds. Um, and I live and work a lot in Kenwood. Oh, beautiful. It's so awesome. special. Awesome, awesome. 
So what do you wish that you had known when you first started out? Like what did the beginning of your journey look like? That is a great question. Okay, so I got started um, at WCA and Miller, which is a company that's now been bought by Long and Foster. And um, I was a solo agent at the time. Mm -hmm. I did have several mentors and a great broker, but I was a solo agent. And if I had to do it over again, I would have joined a team, Mm -hmm. I think, which is something I've really recently created with these lovely ladies that work with me now. Um, I think that um, it was awesome in the early days, but I would have uh, progressed much faster. And you said, what do I wish I had known? Besides uh, not having people in my corner helping guide me from Mm -hmm. those early days, I also just kind of wish that I had had uh, my business hat on. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought I was helping people, which I was, to buy their house, but I didn't treat my business in those early years as a business. Mm -hmm. I didn't just do all the things like tracking and measuring my um, expenses and all of that right. early enough. And, um, right. you know, I have friends in coaching. I coach with Tom Ferry who started literally in coaching the day they got their license. Wow. So if I could turn the clock back, I would have done that yeah. because I would have been a smarter, I would have learned smarter sooner, I think. Right. And it's probably harder now being where you're at to go back and try to like <laughs> play catch up in that sense. And for some of those things, uh, you know, old habits die hard, right? Mm-hmm. So it's taken me a long time to do some of the things that I've probably known in the back of my mind I should do for the back end of my business mm-hmm. for, you know, doing my P&L sheets and all of that. The things that aren't very sexy about mm-hmm. our business. But, um, yeah, and so I'm trying to, um, I learn a lot from other people, and I have lots of mentors, so I try to do the same. I, I try to tell people what I would have done differently Yeah, help them to have right. an easier path. Well, and I think that probably shows with you being involved in coaching and all of that stuff is, like, being, is doing what your coach is probably telling you is yeah. good advice. It is. Yeah. It is. And we, you know, we all learn from each other. Uh, my, my current company is super collaborative, mm-hmm. so... Um, I help my peers when I can, and they certainly help me in return, and it's kind of, it's great. Always learning. I love that. Yeah. Um, Tell me about a really challenging time and how you overcame it. And this could be professionally or personally if you wanted to. Hmm. Well, all of us are having our challenges now, Mm -hmm. especially during COVID. So, um, you know, I think um, it... I don't know how like surgeons do it if their patient dies on the table. That's obviously a really serious thing. But I'm emotional enough about someone buying and selling their home because it's such an important asset. So, you know, if they're disappointed they didn't get a house or, you know, something doesn't feel right to them, I really do kind of internalize that a little Mm -hmm. bit sometimes. So I'm working on that part because it's sometimes hard when you really care about your clients to separate that so I think it's a hard time whenever um, you know someone's struggling and most of my clients are in a great place and they're very well prepared for the next step in their life but sometimes we're helping somebody whose parents have just passed away and we're closing up their estate and there's there's emotions good and bad in almost every transaction it's pretty common for people to be on a little bit of a roller coaster ride like super excited we got the house and then a little nervous and then a little overwhelmed by the packing and it just it's just a roller coaster ride that I've learned to try to hold their hand over you know right right and so do you think kind of you know being there obviously being too emotionally involved can I'm sure 
be challenging for you personally, but I'm sure it goes a long way for your clients and them knowing that they have you, like you said, in their corner and, uh, you know, really yeah. just by their side, helping them along I the way. I certainly am. And, and, you know, most times it goes great, but you know, today in today's world, right now in the DC area, there are so many more buyers than there are homes. Mm-hmm. So it is super common for a buyer, no matter who they're working with. Yeah. If you if you lose the house because there's 10 other offers, it's emotional. Yeah. You know, and, and we have to understand that. And it's it's like someone broke up with you. It's a pretty <laughs> sad day right. until you realize, okay, don't get too attached until it's under contract right. with no uh, contingencies. But we're human. You know, it's very hard not to react with a lot of excitement or a lot of sadness depending right. on what's going on around us. And, you know, we're all learning about this new normal together. Yeah. Absolutely. Really, aren't we? Absolutely. So on more of a positive note, what about um, something, you know, that a really a successful time, how you celebrated it, or just something that you, you're really proud of? Mm. Well, the first thing that pops in my head is, is my son, Jack, who's mm-hmm. also working at Compass. Um, he came with me, uh, I think it was senior year of his college, his college senior year for spring break. Mm-hmm. Um, my coach, Tom Ferry, was having a conference there, and he came along with me I just said you know what Jack I think you'd really like this group of people Mm -hmm. everybody is into helping each other and learning and you wanted to do some kind of sales so why don't you come along and he came and he ended up joining helping me in in with uh, the start of my team Mm -hmm. and now he's in the Logan office and he's just killing it he's 25 and that makes me happy Um, certainly all of my happy clients that are in there especially the first-time home buyers those are really fun when they finally Mm-hmm. landed a home that they are just thrilled about so right. there's lots of victories in real estate and it is a big deal you know it's yeah it's a special special job Absolutely. I feel really privileged yeah so how did you um celebrate that like when your son had decided <laughs> to come you know into real estate especially start working with you like that has to be so exciting and obviously you're very proud for him Oh, um, did you guys like do anything exciting or fun or? <laughs> well, we've taken some before COVID. We've taken some amazing family trips. That's really part of my why. Mm. You know, everyone has their big why of, of why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly we did that. Um, we took a trip uh, right before this whole thing started in January to Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, and um, Vietnam, and it was just wow. beyond. So certainly that was a big celebration that we all did together. Um, he is now a proud homeowner. He lives oh. very near Howard University, so that's his big celebration. That's a big one, yeah. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah, I can't think of anything better than that, you know, is, is having your kid love what they do and also, you know, be happy in their home. Right. You know? Right. So, Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Where do you see, I know that you talked a little bit about, you know, you're starting to build your team, you have a couple yeah. agents now. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Mm, that's great. Just nurturing and supporting them and growing organically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think every professional wants to continue to grow by referral. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, what we are, all, a lot of us are seeing, not just our team, but we're grateful for them, is out of area referrals from other agents, whether they're fellow agents at Compass, fellow coaching members mm-hmm. um, from all over. We just got someone under contract yesterday from their referral from a woman in Hawaii. Wow. And then I'm a CRS, which is Certified Residential Specialist, and I get referrals from them too. It's That's really rewarding to send out referrals, and it's yeah. also really rewarding to get them back. Right. So that's, that's one thing that comes to mind. It's just that, that networking that um, we also learn from each other in other markets. Mm-hmm. You know, New York City's market is obviously very different from D.C. or Miami or right. San Diego. And 
just learning what's working for other professionals in other areas of the country. We're, we agents are really good, some of us at least, at, at really talking to each other and learning from one another about what's working in their particular area. Right, right. So, you know? so just continuing to obviously support your team and continuing to network to be able to bring that knowledge yeah. back to them and We're help bringing them, them referrals so they're yeah. growing their business. They're, they're newer in the business than I am, but both have had great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our team speaks between all of us three different languages. And, um, you know, these ladies... Megan and Ann and Tatiana are are very special to me, and um, the referrals have been the most recent thing we've talked about as our team about mm-hmm. making sure that we're giving out great referrals. Mm-hmm. We're finding great people in the cities that our clients are moving to, yeah. And then we're really taking extra special care of people that are sent Being to us to you, right? Yeah, right. I love that. You know, um, where what is one interesting thing that most people don't know about you? Any hobbies or fun facts or crazy things you've done? Oh, we, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little crazy fun. So I have a funny old Jack Russell. My husband and I walk her twice a day. She's funny. Um, John and I like, I think it's surprising. We've decided to go to as many concerts as we could. And thank goodness we did a lot of that before. Right? They were kind of turned off, but, um, ACDC strikes me as a fun fact. I mean, we actually love that. Like any 80s music like that. U2, we went and saw Queen with Adam Lambert. We got to see um, the Rolling Stones, which was huge. Wow. Um, We're both, we discovered it kind of later in our marriage um, that we really liked music Music and and we, we love going to concerts together. So I cannot that gets back yeah, to normal. Yeah, that's going to be so um, hard. But that's a fun fact. And I guess my weird fun fact, because you want me to be weird probably, is I usually <laughs> turn on like Alexa and dance around to Hoodoo Gurus and all my fun college music when I'm making dinner. Yeah, so I'm I think geek. we all turn on music and dance while making dinner. Okay, I don't know good. that that's that weird. I feel Maybe, hopefully. Geeky, like you wouldn't want to watch me do it, but... But it's fun. I mean, you know, I think we got to do music and whatever else kind of changes our state if, mm-hmm. we're, if we're tired at the end of the day yep. or whatever. You got to get outside or... Yeah. walk the dog or whatever so those are my things and yeah well I, I think know. right now too it's it's more important in the sense of finding those little happiness moments dancing yeah. and making dinner and just yeah. finding the light and everything oh, oh. that's so sweet that's well said <laughs> that's true it is um are you currently reading any books listening to any books um and if so what are even if you're not reading them now what what are your favorites What do you like to read or how do you Um, find your knowledge? I really am old school. I like to read paper books Mm -hmm. with a highlighter and I underline and I write in them. I feel like that act of writing Mm -hmm. or underlining helps it sink in. And sometimes I read books more than once. I'm probably not the only one that does that. I just finished Jim Quick's Limitless Jim Quick is uh, pretty well known now. His literal last name is K-W-I-K, Quick. He says, I was the kid with a broken brain, and what he means is he was injured um, as a child and had to learn how to learn differently, and he taught himself how to speed read and remember people's names and memorize things. So I thought his book was cool. Um, Peter Diamantis is kind of out there. He's got some really interesting thoughts. Um, Definitely read books by my coach and... um, you know, Tim Ferriss is great. Mm-hmm. I follow a lot of people, and if you are interested in my reading list, I mm-hmm. post every month or so a picture on uh, my Instagram at Ellie Shore. I'll post favorite books that I've read and oh. why I like them and yeah. a link to the author or whatever. So 
I'm kind of reading a lot. Yeah, I it's love fun. that idea. Yeah. Well, I love that you're sharing that with other people and kind of giving your insight because I find sometimes we do like book clubs or whatever with our team and it's oh, always cool. so interesting to hear other people's perspective of what you're reading and then it's like, wow, I never, you know, thought about it in that way. So I like that you're sharing it with with, you know, your network. Well, I should share right. this with you and you with me because yeah. sometimes if you know somebody likes a certain author, yeah you can recommend something else that they're bound to love and that's always fun too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love that. Together for that. Please. (laughs) Um, Okay, what advice do you have for our listeners that are in real estate or maybe thinking of joining the industry? Okay, so back to join the team. I would certainly, if I was getting into the business, I would either find a brokerage that I'm excited about or a team that I'm excited about and try to learn from them or it's so nice now with the internet you can literally listen to podcasts like this which is an amazing gift that you're doing um i keep going back to tom ferry just because he just had his summit it was a three-day yeah. like total thing but he has tons and tons of information right on youtube mm-hmm. that anyone can watch but certainly people who are wanting to get in the industry um brian buffini's another famous coach there's a bunch of coaches yeah. i just happened to use this one but um there's so much to learn from what's out there in the mm-hmm. universe already, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where I would tell people to to start. And then, again, from my mistake, uh, treating it more like, you know, a business. Because mm-hmm. it really is. It can be part-time for people. Right. Um, but it, it really is a business. Right, yeah. That reminds me of, um, you know, finding your tribe. Like, you've talked a lot about networking uh-huh. and especially starting out, like, finding the people that you can learn from. And that's, you know, your tribe is surrounding yourself with the people that you don't have to do it alone, you know? Totally. So I love that. And those five people that you spend the most time with are You're the average influence yeah. influencers yeah. on you, right? Yeah. So, of course, it's good for everyone, especially people new to a business, but... Just surrounding yourself with people who will be mentors for you and who yep. will care for you and lift you up and say you can do it. There's right. positive people. Right. Right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, your story has been absolutely amazing. Can you tell everyone how they can best reach you? I know you said you're on social media, phone number, like email address. What's the best way to reach out? Sure. Well, I'll get both. My cell is 240-338-8919 if people like to text. And uh, Ellie, E-L-L-I-E, at compass.com is my email. I'm on Insta at Ellie Shorb, and I'm easy to find. You can Google, but I'm, I'm really um, in this vein, and I thank you so much. Um, I'm here to help and answer questions. If someone is thinking about getting in the business, I would love to spend 10 or 15 minutes with you on the phone and recommend books and talk. Um, we all have different questions, or if you're buying or selling I mean we're here as resources for each other and we learn when we teach I think yeah so I'm just grateful to sit down with you guys and be a part of it I think what you're doing is awesome thank you thank you so much Ellie thank you for your time thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of pro talk with ProTech. be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech inspection services on Facebook Instagram and LinkedIn to be a guest on our show message us on any of our social media platforms
Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. To be a guest on our show, message us on any of our social media platforms.